If your life has devolved into what are we watching tonight, we have the fix. 52 Ways, a guide to better relationships. It'll have you laughing, cooking, exploring, and discovering new things about your partner that you never thought you'd find out. Whether you're just getting the wrapper off your relationship or celebrating your 23rd anniversary, you'll have a blast with Katherine Borkowski and 52 Ideas for Fun and Playful Entertainment. Join us each week right here on webtalkradio.net. Here's Catherine. Welcome back, everyone, to 52 Ways to a Better Relationship. I'm your host, Catherine Borkowski, and with me today, once again, is my best friend, Beth, to help me guide you through what can sometimes seem as a really stressful time of year. And so what we want to focus on is how to have fun and turn these stressful activities into something that can be a lot more fun for you and your partner. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. One of the things that I think that couples have a hard time during the holiday season is all the stress, the money, the activities, and it really puts a strain on a couple's relationship. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to focus on this week is several activities that couples can do together um, away from the kids because so much of the holidays are spent with the kids. Mm -hmm we want to not lose sight of the couple. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have some activities that we're going to discuss today that couples can do um, without the kids and even though it's a stressful time, to remember to have fun during this time. Fall happens to be my favorite season. What is your favorite season? Um, Probably winter but that's just because i have hot flashes so the colder it is the happier i am <laughs> okay. now used to be the used to be summertime of course you know that you yeah know, we went to the bay. beach yeah went to the beach but see here in florida we don't get the same kind of falls that some of the north no, we don't states and do. i and you know the last time i did go up north in in the fall i have to say gosh it was so pretty so pretty i don't remember a spring because i never was really up there in spring I was, in, I was in spring in Kentucky, mm -hmm. and the tulip bloomings were, were nice, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as that feeling that you get in fall, like mm -hmm. that nostalgic, homey feeling mm -hmm. that fall, um, I don't know about you, but it brings it out of me. It makes me very nostalgic and well, very... You know, when I was up there, I will tell you what brought back, because, you know, I've been down here since I was seven, mm -hmm. but I remember being up there. I remember the winter time and... You know, doing like the uh, the in the in the winter time, like doing like uh, what is it? Not skiing, but um, sledding. Sledding, but um, somebody was burning leaves, and that immediately brought me back to the fall and trick or treating and the smell. The and smell. The smell. Mm -hmm. But Smells I remember are a big uh, part of my it. dad's neighbor was burning leaves, and it was like, wow, what it brought I me right that. back. Yeah, love yep. love the sense of the, the smells and the aromas of fall, the pumpkin and the cinnamon and the apples and. Mm -hmm. All of the really hearty and homey scents, mm -hmm. um, and being that your nose, your olfactory sense is your strongest memory sense, mm -hmm. it's the one that triggers all of these memories, mm -hmm. and that's probably it did for me. And I was six or six whenever I left there, but and it, it still it brings brought me back it right to back. It. Mm -hmm. sure it did. brings it right back. Mm -hmm. I love that about fall. Okay, so folks, the first thing that we're going to talk about is. Um, decorating one's house during the um, holiday season where this can seem like a chore um, and kind of tedious 
it can also be really fun, especially if you get your creative side out and you let your husbands or spouses or be creative. Um, I love when David decorates with me because he's got such a different eye. Men have different decorating eyes and it, it can be um, a, a really a pleasant surprise to see what your spouses come up with. So pick either your house, their house, or the house that you share together. Pick a budget. This is decorating your house should not be like buying Christmas presents. It should not cost you an arm and a leg. Mm -hmm. um, and there are plenty of places that you can go to find high quality, good, unique um, decorations for the whole holiday season. Um, personally, I go to Goodwill and thrift stores, but there's Home Goods, there's Hobby Lobby, there's Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree has great decorations, surprising so. Mm -hmm. um, so spend an afternoon um, with your partner planning on how you want to decorate your home for the holiday season and have fun with it. That's the first suggestion we're going to bring to you. Another fun activity that is safe to do during COVID is something that I discovered while writing my book and we have pumpkin patches here in Florida but we do not have a lot of corn mazes. No. Um, we don't have corn, but all over the country there are several stands and big um, farms and locations that have corn mazes and they're really intricate and I mean can spend a good, you know, half hour trying to find your way through these mm -hmm. labyrinths. Yeah. Um, and it's outside, you're in the fresh air, you're keeping your social distancing. So um, take an afternoon and go with your partner to a corn maze and pumpkin patch and while you're there pick out a pumpkin for one of the next activities pick out a couple pumpkins um and have some apple cider i want i remember one year david had me in syracuse for the for the fall and we went to an apple orchard and we picked fresh apples and we went through a corn maze and I had never seen a corn maze. I'm like, what's, what's a corn maze? Mm -hmm. um, and, and we um, had apple cider and pumpkin pie and it was just, it, again, bringing all those smells and activities that are um, so much a part of the fall season. Mm -hmm. So, um, Did you feel like you were in the movie Signs in the Corn Maze? <laughs> no, Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn, okay. Children of the Corn. I kept yeah. waiting for Malachi to jump up and like, chop my head off. <laughs> you. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I was constantly looking over my shoulder <clears throat> looking for Malachi. Yeah, I, I can't rem believe I remember his name. I didn't remember until you just said it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I just remember. Isn't it the bowl cut? Yeah, the bowl cut, right? Oh, yeah. It was horrifying. Creepy, creepy kid. kid. Oh. Creepy, oh, creepy. Yeah. If your child looks like, like this, you're doing cousin. something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yes, go to a corn maze. In my book, 52 dates one year together. In chapter 32, there's a whole list of over 20 corn mazes and pumpkin patches that are um, notorious and famous in the country for their intricate mazes and um, the, all the uh, activities that you can do at these places. And one of the things that you can do is to pick out your pumpkins for jack-o'-lanterns. Mm -hmm. Now, while we think of this as being a kid's activity, and if you have kids, sure, plan an evening for the kids' jack-o'-lanterns, but for the purpose of spending time and quality time with your partner, 
I'm suggesting, even if it's gross and ucky, um, to actually carve pumpkins with your spouse. This, these are activities that are COVID safe and fun and inexpensive. You need a newspaper and some cutting tools. Mm -hmm. And go wild, have fun with it, be creative, but do it on a separate night from your kids because the kids should be the kids time and your partner should be the partner time. And I don't know about you, but I absolutely adore roasted pumpkin seeds. Um, they're a great snack. You just, um, and our friend Colleen makes the best. I don't know what she seasons them with, but I always remember her pumpkin seeds because she seasons them before she roasts them. Mm -hmm. And they are, they're healthy, they're nutritious, they're high protein and a quick, easy snack just to, and they last for a long time. Mm -hmm. So uh, take your pumpkin seeds and roast them and have a nice snack. Um, instead of popcorn or carb um, food, you can have a pumpkin seed instead. It's a kind of nutritious way, but that's what I found um, growing up. My mom always roasted pumpkin seeds and we always snacked on them as kids. Not for you? Uh, no, I believe I'm the only person in America that detests pumpkin in any, sh any way, shape, or form. That's just not American. That's just not natural. I know. I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm from. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if I just showed up on my mother's doorstep and, here, you know. Here I am. Take me. Here's a little un-American child because I, I do not like pumpkin. I, I, you know, like how everybody gets so excited about, you know, pumpkin spice season. Uh, no. So you're not a basic white chick. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Basic, yes. <laughs> but there's something that you know, a pumpkin. But I do like carving the pumpkins. Carving the pumpkin, and they have these kits now that you can do all these really in yeah. intricate things. Yeah. One year I had a fleur de lis on my pumpkin, mm -hmm. and you're not limited to face you're limited to your imagination so it's yeah. really kind of cool all the different things and i like doing and that's the good thing, thing about having a partner for me is i won't scoop out the inside so that would be my, my partner's responsibility because i won't tell oh. you're not gonna stick your hand in the nope. mushy, mushy stuff nope, and nope, nope, nope. pull it all out nope mm -mm. <laughs> no i'm good i'm good you guys can go in and get your own pumpkin seeds. That's the fun part, though, is getting all messy and gross. I make David do it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Exactly. I make David do it. I mean, why it. are they there? But to do the heavy lifting and scoop out the pumpkin guts. Exactly. And there take out go. the trash. And take out the trash. That's exactly. Right. That's not how I really feel, people. <laughs> Don't buy my book believing that. <laughs> but then, okay, so the reason that we're doing all this is leading up to the ho to the holidays. And our first holiday is Halloween. And there is a big, uh, mis a huge misconception that Halloween is some sort of malevolent, evil, dark holiday that incarnates all things evil, demonic, and unworldly um, that is associated with this. And quite honestly, Halloween wasn't celebrated like this until the 21st century when America, uh, pre predominantly America, kind of bastardized the holiday. Um, for It's about a, as big a misconception as that black cats are, are, are bad luck or evil or whatever. Absolutely. I do not know where... I, I, I see how it filters down and filters down and filters down, but it's a, a huge misconception. It is. Um, if you uh, look at your history, uh, the actual history of Halloween was a day of celebrating the lives of loved ones who had died 
Um, and this was celebrated annually by the Celts predominantly in Europe for 2,000 years ago. The ancient Celts believed that on All Hallows Eve, the veil between the world, this world and the next was thinner. So they held a party in honor to their past beloved ones, including a bonfire, foods, drink, telling stories, um, predicting the future. And these events have led people to believe in dark, mysterious things like witches and ghosts presiding over Halloween. Mm -hmm. What started out as a celebration of love, much like the Day of the Dead in Mexico, um, we they celebrate the passing of their loved ones, and this is a time of year where you can um, be closer to them. But like a lot of things, the and I won't get on my bandwagon, but the Catholic Church did its best to cover up anything pagan um, and put Christian holidays on top of ancient Celtic and ancient Viking and ancient. Anything that was pagan, the church renamed it. And it was in the 13th century that um, the Pope moved the original All Saints Day, which was originally celebrated in May. The Pope decided that November 1st would be All Saints Day. And All Saints Day is a communion of saints and considered a holy day, while All Hallows Eve is the pagan day celebrated the night before. And whereas the themes were originally similar, All Hallows Eve became Halloween, progressing into the commercially modified holiday that we celebrate today. Mm -hmm. um, now, do I think that the veil is particularly thinner on this day? Um, I've lived long enough to see and feel and experience things that I can't, <laughs> but I've experienced them. But are ghosts and the afterlife more active during this time of year? I can't tell you what to believe, but I can tell you what I know. Ghost tours around America pop up during this time of year and do a booming business. And so this is the next thing that I'm going to suggest for you and your partner to do because some of the ghost tours across the country are absolutely fascinating. So if you look at chapter 33 in my book, there is a list of over 25 city, cities that are famous for the best ghost tours across the country that you and your partner will, depending on where you live, should definitely investigate. Have you ever been on the ghost tour, Beth? Um, not really. No, I haven't. Um, I would, but I would do it more for the historical value, the historical value of the house or the building, whatever it is, because as you know, I'm very into history and architecture. Exactly. Um, but I'm not a big, and I don't want anybody to like write and go, am I crazy? I'm not a big believer in ghosts. And what I'm saying is I believe there are ghosts. I believe, you know, there are spirits. I just don't believe 95% of the stuff that's out there. But I can say <clears throat> that I've been through like, you know, like the hokey haunted houses. 
And I will tell you something, and I think you know this about me. I don't spook easily. I'm not scared of anything. But just the idea of somebody jumping out at me and, like, touching me when I don't want them to. Oh, that creeps me That out. is, like, the perfect place for a date because I will grab onto whoever I'm with so quickly <laughs> and, and, like... Well, I kind of use their body as a shield, so sorry. But um, it is still a very good thing for a date because even though I'm not, I know, I know it's not real. Like I'll give you a case in point. I went with friends one time to Universal Studios, the oh, Halloween yeah. Horror Nights, mm-hmm. and they were chasing us with uh, chainsaws. Okay, everybody around me was like freaking out. I'm like, dude, he works for Disney World. He's not <laughs> going to kill you. But that's he's got me. A but, that, but that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's always right. been me. So I don't really. I, I, a lot of things don't spook me, but I can say it freaks me out to have strangers kind of jump out at me from around a corner or something. I, went, I remember. Does that make sense? Yeah. I had a similar experience at the Bush Gardens one. Um, okay. They chase you, uh, and they're on skateboards oh, with, no, no, um, no. With, <laughs> with, with saws, and they're chasing you on skateboards through the park with mm-hmm. their machetes and their mm-hmm. buzz saws, and I'm like, oh, hell, heck no. Can you imagine, like, being the employee there? It, it, I'm, I know there are people who react whenever they're scared by being violent. Can you imagine? Like, how many people push them off the skate- skateboard? You know what I mean? Or punch like, them. Get <laughs> away from me. Yeah. Well, that kind of this job comes with warning. <laughs> yeah. You may be assaulted. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, just like a ghost tour or a haunted house or, again, like here in Florida, because that's my been my experience, is Halloween Horror Nights or whatever. It's still fun. The and creepy, it's a it's a fun way fun. to get yeah. close to your yeah it is yeah it is and uh, and your partner and to hold on to them and uh, for new couples if you haven't reached the physical part of your relationship Halloween uh, is a really good time I'm trying to think. You know, Valentine's Day is our day of love, but Halloween is our day of grabbing onto each other. It's our day of fear. Well, let me ask you, have you and David done, uh, and I forget the name, and you'll remember it as soon as I say it, the the thing out on North Del Mabry, where that park is? Yes. What, I forget what they call that. The did zombie guys, run? Yeah, did you guys do that? We. I have done the zombie run. How was that? That is not something I ever want. I've done it once. <laughs> I really don't want half dead people chasing me, and I'm a big girl. I don't run very fast, so if the zombie apocalypse ever happens, I'm the first to be neat. So basically, push you down and keep running, right? Okay, because I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, I'm I'm meat. Just eat me now. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, that that always sounded like a lot of fun to me. Um, And I did do. The Savannah Ghost Tour, okay, which was David and I did that, and they had one during the day, one in the night, and the walking tours. That's why I like a lot of the uh, ghost tours, is because they're outside and they're walking tours, and it's something that um, you can still do during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some really, like you said, the history. There are some really fascinating. Um, ghost tours out there. Some that I want to mention is the Savannah Ghost Tour, the Salem Walk in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. uh, the Gettysburg Ghost Tour, which if you have never been to Gettysburg, you just feel that there is there are parts in this world yeah. that you can just feel mm-hmm. the the presence. I mean I don't I felt like that at Fort Sumter. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Okay. Ju- you yeah. know. You just like I get that way about New Orleans. Certain parts of New Orleans, I just creeps me out because I can just feel the past. You feel those yeah. vibrations. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one that I thought you would like is the Chicago Gangsters uh, Ghost Tour in um, Illinois. Oh, okay. Uh, because they follow Pacone, uh, um, Capone. Capone and all of the big gangsters and where everything happened, and you walk that kind of ghost tour. Did they show you the garage where the St. Valentine's Day Massacre happened? Did they? I've never been, but it's in the book. It's written about in the book, and there's a little blurb that talks about it, but I just thought that, you know, anything that has to do with historic ghosts, I'm all about. Because I, I, you know, and again, and I'm going to say this again, it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in most of the stuff that's out there. I think it's a little hokey. But I absolutely do believe in spirits, and like I said, when I went to Fort Sumter, I felt it. I felt it, whatever, you well, know, that we're permeating fog, that mist of feeling. Of, yes. of a lot of spirits, a lot of yes. lives that have passed there. And Gettysburg, mm-hmm. you can't help but feel yeah. just that mass surge of, of, of unearthliness. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's... And to be, walk that would, it... That would be a kind of a cool kind of Halloween thing to do. That's not real super hokey, but it right. is that Halloween theme. That Halloween theme and a way yeah. for you to learn a little bit of history and mm-hmm. um, have fun and get scared with your partner. And that's a good way to actually sp- celebrate the All Hallows' Eve because that's what you're doing. You're celebrating a past life, a life that's passed exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it's the right... I mean, dressing up as a witch or a ghoul and... And going to a party, it, we're limited. We can't do that this year, you know. So we have to find ways that we can still celebrate our ancestors and our history. And the ghost tours are one of the best ways because you're outside, you're walking. In upcoming weeks, um, we're going to talk about how physical health is important to a relationship. We've talked about how mental health is important. So we're going to also talk about physical and spiritual health. And getting out and walking with your partner it's just you know that time you spend together you don't realize how much you bond mm-hmm. you know when, and when you're doing something like that um the one that i also last one i want to mention is the beyond bizarre ghost tour in portland oregon okay i want to know what that is i i you know i just i want a bizarre ghost tour well you know what now your listeners if somebody's been there Send you kind of like a, I would a, an email. That. I would like to know what that's all about. Yeah. Too. So, listeners, if you have a ghost tour that's not mentioned in my book or one that you'd like to share with us, please write in to me and we'll uh, bring it up on our next show or one of our future shows. Again, my email is author.52dates at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from our uh, listeners in response to some of these things. I mean, even if you have, like, a really cool Halloween ghost kind of story, that would be kind of cool to hear. Absolutely. You because know, we all, I think, everybody's had Everybody has one. And experience. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has mm-hmm. has a ghost story to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be, like, mine, mine's been, like, direct family members, but, yeah. So... I feel a lot more than I ever want to feel, yeah. and I have to kind of shut that down because mm-hmm. I'm very empathic and I pick up on things when I'm places, and I just sometimes you just want to shut it down. But mm-hmm. other times it's a lot of fun. I remember specifically being in Savannah, and David was um, doing an interview, and I was having breakfast at this little coffee house, and I ordered a cup of coffee, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just feeling uneasy. I'm feeling God, what is it? You know, just like nauseous and kind of sweaty, and I just felt there's something wrong. And Savannah, which is so known for its history and its ghosts, 
um, they have several ghost tours. And so I looked it up and I looked at the, the restaurant that I was at to see if it had any historical significance on the listed ghost tours and it didn't. And so I'm like, what is this I'm feeling? So um, I asked the waitress, I said, you know, I'm gonna step outside for a minute. I'm just getting this really icky feeling being in here. Can, can you tell me anything about this place? And as it turned out, where I was eating was the first whorehouse of Savannah and the house of ill repute and all of the people that had died there and they and when you go, went outside you could see the ladies of night's rooms and it was this restaurant had been built on the first and what do you think it says about you that you were the first person they tried to contact get the hell out run <laughs> just got out of the <laughs> kindred spirit okay i'm sorry yeah 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 but that's why i felt so ill at ease i did not want to be yeah. there mm -hmm. i could feel it and i'm like there's something wrong about this place and I, I sensed it from the second I sat down. I was like, mm, not, not feeling this, not grooving it. Hmm. And then to find out that it actually was, you know, a really historic place that mm -hmm. nobody had mentioned before. Right. So um, that yeah, was Yeah, I mean, I would imagine if you're on, like, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, you're not going, let's point out the whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and on the left, folks, we've got the... <laughs> the yeah, the, exactly. So the, I can see why it wouldn't have been mentioned. The first little whorehouse of Savannah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but see, yeah. the pirates came in through that port there. Mm -hmm. And they have a... Savannah has a big pirate history. Mm -hmm. And on that same block, a couple blocks up, was where the first entertainment house was and mm -hmm. where they um because you have to remember oglethorpe was the governor there and he had all the businessmen and merchants there then you had all the pirates and all the smuggling mm -hmm. and savannah has a rich history and it is full of um all kinds of halloween fun spirits that yeah um if you happen to live in the area definitely go i i recommend uh, Savannah ghost tour mm. and most big cities even we have Ebor we have an Ebor ghost city ghost tour okay. so most big cities do have some sort of ghost tour yeah like an historic district if you, you have know, a, historic a lot of uh, things that haven't been demolished or, or yeah I know yeah yeah. So this is a activity that is COVID safe and fun for you and your partner to do during this time of year okay and now the final thing that I want to talk about is the menu or a food plan to go along with Halloween. And one of the things that I've discovered is that across the country there are numerous themed restaurants. Not your outback um, steakhouse kind, but ones that are surrounded around a particular theme and their menu even kind of incorporates it. Mm -hmm. um, the first one I ever went to was in uh, Sanibel Island, the Bubble Room. Okay. And the Bubble Room, I was about 14 years old, and I was just a gaga, because it's this gourmet restaurant, but everything is little tchotchkes of the 40s and 50s, and okay. the music, mm -hmm. and um, they have a Christmas room, and they have... Um, Let's see, every wall and cranny is filled with pictures and memorabilia from movies and toys from the 1930s and 40s. Mm -hmm. And they have a train that goes around the ceiling. Okay. And they've got circus things. I mean, it's just like one big, um, uh, what is the, Glinda, the Good Witch. What? Wizard of Oz. It's like being in Oz. Okay. You know, the bubble room is like being in Oz. It's just this magical little 
um, restaurant that's got all of this memorabilia from the 30s and 40s, and they've got music playing on a jukebox, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's and it's a big pink dome. The building itself <laughs> is a bubble. They and it, it, it built a bubble kind of yeah. shaped. Um, so. Other ones that, if you happen to live in these areas, some that I think would be really fascinating is there is the Jekyll and Hyde Club of New York. Um, And for Halloween's sake, this one had to be included. It's based around the theme of an English Victorian Gothic horror um, having animatronic creatures and waitstaff dressed in the Gothic style of the period. You'd like that. I, doesn't that sound interesting? Doesn't that sound fascinating? And basically, you get to eat dinner in a classic haunted house instead of a real one, but it's they right. created one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then, for all of you Disney and Marvel comics, they've got the Magic Time Machine in San Antonio, Texas. This restaurant has everything from Marvel to Disney. Your servers are actually dressed up as Spider-Man or Captain Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. or um, any one of the anything from that whole genre. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant, the wait staff, the menu, everything is, and you have a different character taking care of you that yeah. night. So it, it, that sounds like a lot of fun. That does sound like fun. Yeah. Um, then the other one that I would like, there's a Renaissance restaurant called the Boar's Head Inn in Carnation, Washington, and another location in Stillwater, Nebraska, that if you like the Renaissance period, you are actually put right in the middle of, in the Middle Ages. So you eat like at a big feast table and you have lords and ladies waiting on you and it's a Renaissance themed okay. restaurant. That would be right up your alley. Yeah. Um, Casa Bonita in Denver, Colorado is made to resemble Acapulco with strolling musician, cliff divers, puppet show, and a gift shop. So there's actually cliff divers. And so that wasn't just on an episode of South Park? No, that was that's a real that's place. That's real. That's a I real place. I thought that was just something they made up on South Park. No, that's oh, a real place. Okay, it's, cool. it's Casa Bonita in Denver, Colorado. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I thought would be really cool is called The Cave in Richmond, Missouri. Diners enjoy their meal in the middle of a cave. And it's got waterfalls and ponds and a view of the river. And you actually dine inside with the stalactites and everything. You're eating inside of a cave. But what about bats? Not all caves have bats. Okay. I don't know. Only Carlsberg Caverns have bats. <laughs> the rest you of don't know. No, you can't say that. There could be bats. There there are no bats. Bats uh-huh. are... What are they going to eat? They eat insects. There I know. No Actually, bats don't, bats don't even bother me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're flying rats, but who cares? They're, right, but they're... I, they don't bother me. They don't bother me. That's because right. caves are generally cold and damp and under... Mm-hmm. There's no insects. The bats aren't going to fly around. That's why they have to be outside and get to the bugs. I know. Okay, I'm just saying. Bugs. It actually wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me. I, mean, I wouldn't want to eat directly underneath them. You don't want guano for dinner? That's what I was going to say. That's where I was trying to go, but be kind of, you know, polite about it. Yeah, I don't want to eat bat poop. But it's a delicacy. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. But no, that actually sounds very cool, especially whenever you say it's cool and damp. Mm-hmm. Again, we've talked about my hot flashes. Anywhere. Um, I want to go to that ice bar. That's where I want to go. <laughs> where you can just sit on a big block of ice. and have Yeah, well, there is. Yeah. There is, like, the, uh, the room where you sit in, and it's, like, 
I don't know, like zero degrees. It's like freezing. You sit in there. That would be me. Of course, I melt all the ice, but whatever. So you're insane. Okay, you're insane. Anyway. But um, twenty, uh, twenty or more fun-filled theme restaurants are in chapter thirty-three of my book, okay. including all of these that I mentioned. So, for in the spirit of Halloween, I suggest going out to a themed, themed restaurant. restaurant. Well, you know, it'd be cool since it's Halloween. Dress up like the theme. Exactly. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Take it one step. The point is, is to take every opportunity to take a stressful situation and make it fun. If you and your partner can remember that you love each other and you want to have fun and laugh and be silly, that will make your holiday season so much more enjoyable Mm -hmm. for both of you. So many couples actually break up during the holiday season because it's such a stressful time period. Right. And they let the stress get to them. This is These are activities and ideas that I put together so that you take the stress out of the holiday season. And remember that this is a time of love and sharing love with your loved ones all the way up through Christmas and into the new year. Mm-hmm. So, and that about wraps up our week for everybody. That concludes our fun fact fall filled week. (laughs) (laughs) Say that three times really fast. (laughs) Um, Next week, I hope you will join us. We are going to talk about with a surprise guest chef who is going to help us do some cooking and prepare us for the Thanksgiving season. So join us next week from Kathy and Beth. Have a great week. Bye.